Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, the Champions League final is upon us, man. It is, and we are bringing you the preview live from our living rooms. Here we go. We're going to do a bit of armchair quarterbacking here. We're going to tell you who's going to win the Champions League. Because if there's one thing I am right about so far, it's the Champions League. Is it? I might be wrong about everything else, but the Champions League, I've nailed it. Five picks. Terrible. Picking, picking birthday parties. I can do that as well, actually. That's all right. You're really good at uh, event, uh, making events. Yeah, well, that is my job, so I like to think I'm half decent at it. Yeah. Oh, you're a decent podcaster as well, man. Like. Ah, yeah, well, like, you do all the heavy lifting. I, I just show up and uh, make a few dad jokes, you know? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I listened back to the most recent one as well on Spotify. If you are listening on Spotify, the sound is pretty good. And uh, the videos are going down well as well. Well, they should be good because we have the exact same audio equipment. So at least it should be level, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, if you are new to the show, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe. And we are here every week. And if you want to check out the fighting videos, uh, that's uh, Ross's specialty as well. <laughs> it sounds like I have all the specialties. Yeah, yeah. And the rugby's almost back as well, man. It's back tomorrow. It is, yeah. It's back Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Leinster, Leinster, yeah, tomorrow, Leinster versus Munster. What a game. So today's Friday. Uh, this weekend, well, tonight, the Europa League final's on as well. And on Sunday, Champions League final's on. But this is a Champions League final show. I've already made the thumbnail sent to Ross. Ross didn't mess me back, so that means he likes it. So, Ross, that, this Sunday, PSG are taking on Bayern Munich at 8 o'clock. It's going down. What are you expecting here, man? Man, this is going to be absolute fireworks. Yeah. And that's the only way to describe it. From watching both games, uh, the semi-finals, and watching their quarter-final performances, Bayern were actually quite frail at the back at times against Lyon. They were almost cut out a few times. Boateng went off at half-time with an injury. Nicolas Sule came back in, in, into the team. I think that's his first game in a very long time. I think he's like their number one centre-half. That's why Alaba's sort of, sort of doing a makeshift role in there. Yeah. And if he is fit, that's a definite booster for the Bayern Munich team. Right, so Ross, we may as well start off with that then. Bayern Munich beat Leon 3-0. Uh, it was actually a very good game to watch. But uh, Bayern, they got the job done. Lewandowski finally scored uh, after like a, a massive miss of the, basically off the goal line. Uh, Serge Gnabry is on fire as well. That's someone I want to talk about. Serge Gnabry. Was that West Brom and like couldn't do anything for them? And now he's at Bayern Munich. Scored nine goals in the Champions League this season. Only Haaland and Lewandowski have scored more goals than him this year. Where has he come from? How has he managed to do it? And how did he not make it into the thumbnail, Basmo? I don't know. <laughs> there, there, wasn't room, there wasn't room for many faces. So uh, it, was hard, it was hard to really be like, who is Bayern Munich's face? Because I, I know Robin Lewandowski scores all the goals. But if you were to go to Germany, I don't know if they're like, he is the guy. Like, um, Especially considering the last time he was in the Champions League final, he was on the losing end to Bayern Munich. Yeah, and then when you look at Alfonso Davis as well. Um, well, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing. When Alfonso Davis came to Bayern Munich, he was the 18th most sold jer- jersey in Munich. And now he's the third most sold jersey in Munich. So yeah. he's definitely one that the fans have really grown to love this season. Yeah. But I, I think it has to be Thomas Muller. Homegrown talent, scores the big goals. I would call him the face of Bayern Munich. Yeah, even though what happened, like he was 
like on the transfer list and he could have went in January. Is yeah, you know I, mean? I think the fans. I think the fans always love him, though. He he always comes up with the goods when they need it. Yeah, that's very true. Also, he's done for his country as well, so that's like double love. And I think I N Robin was maybe the face before that. What about Ribery? No, definitely not. He wasn't uh, winning any modeling competitions. Very not hard. that Robin was really either. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Robin's left foot like was beautiful enough as is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they got they got rid of Leon three 0 and then if we're looking at the other game, Ross, PSG got the win, 3-0 as well against Orbi Leipzig. Oh. Right, one, one thing before we go any further, right? Champions League next season, would you prefer to just see one leg in the knockout phase? It makes yes. the game so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, it's less of a chess game. It's more of a more of a game of Jenga. Like you just keep going, going, going until like the house falls. And that's it. But we've seen it across all European competitions. The only close semi-final was Manchester United versus Sevilla. The rest of the games were all, you know, I suppose PSG scored a few early goals and Leipzig had to chase it. And then next thing you know, they're caught in the counter-attack by PSG. That's 3-0. And once you're down 3-0, the chances of you clawing that back are, are slim to none. Yeah, and I don't think you're going to be allowed to have many people in stadiums. Mm-hmm. So I like it in a neutral venue. I like, uh, like if you just pick a country each year and the Champions League quarterfinals onwards are in that country yeah and it's gone I think the group stage is good I think the group stage is good leave it as is you play everyone twice and top two teams yeah. qualify yeah yeah I'd, I'd be up for this as well it's uh, it makes every game like much must watch TV because no one's trying to like just, just win 1-0 and mm. win the away goal rule I'm sure the viewing figures are up not just because more people are sitting at home but because some people might go, ah, oh, well, I won't watch that first game because I'll watch the second leg. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there is no second leg now. So, I don't know. I just love the Champions League. I think it's bloody brilliant. And just the quality of football you're getting. Like, everyone's going for it. There's not a... You know, the only team that probably didn't go for it as their game plan was something like Atletico Madrid and they got caught out for it. Yeah. And it gives more chance, more chance to the lesser teams to go through. Like obviously, Orbi Leipzig get the semi final, which is huge for them. But uh, they yeah, lost. But same as Leon, Leon yeah, beat uh, well. Juventus and Man City. I know, I know. But like Ross, Angel Di Maria is almost resurrecting his career here. And then uh, you gave a massive shout out to Marquinhos as well, who's uh, a converted defense, centre defensive midfielder. Yeah, well, I, I think you know, obviously. It's almost a bit like David Luiz when he actually plays central defence midfield. He's actually not too bad because he's not the last man line defence, but also he's actually quite a decent with the ball at his feet. And I think Marquinhos is like a far superior version of that again. I thought for the goal, he read that so well. And because he played centre half, he has that sort of attack the ball at set pieces mentality as well. Yeah. And then in terms of Angel Di Maria, what uh, was it a goal and two assists? He seems to be yeah. the main man there. Um, I, I think he's doing an absolute fantastic job. And look, me and you as Man United fans, I think, I think it's going to be, what, three or four, five, five ex-Man United players playing European Cup finals. Who? That's mad, isn't it? Who? I think it's Di Maria, Lukaku, Sanchez, Young, and Herrera. And Herrera. Oh, I was, I was yeah. listening on that. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I was like, Ah, oh, bollocks. And our team is shy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Di Maria, look, that French league suits him. I think it's because he has the ability to turn on and be one of the best players in the world. 
but he doesn't have to do a week in, week out in yeah. France. And he loves the Champions League. He was so good for Real Madrid in the Champions League. That's where he became one of the world's elite footballers. And That's also, when United signed him. It's when yeah. he got the man in match performance have to win the Champions League, the first one for Real Madrid. And then on top of that, he's not the main man at PSG. I, mean, I think he's happy not, out not being the main man. There's Neymar there, Cardi's there, and of course Mbappe is there. Yeah. So I do think from watching Bayern play, they played quite a high line against PSG. And P- or sorry, against Lyon. All the teams Lyon. are playing high lines, man. Mm. Yeah, but I, f- I felt like their lo- high line almost got cut out once or twice by Lyon. And I feel like if their high line gets cut out by PSG, it's a different story. That's what, I, I, mean, wanted to, that's what I wanted to get into, Ross. Right? Before, we, before we actually get, it, like, get into it, get into it, when the Champions League was coming back, we were saying, who do we think is going to win it, right? And I know ages ago when we were doing a Champions League video, you said Bayern. And then mm. when it got down to the sort of the games were almost the phase mm. of who was playing who, I said PSG and you said Atletico Madrid. But then, like, obviously, last week you asked me, mm. who can, can Bayern Munich be beaten? I said no. But then when I, was, when I was working today, I was like, it's a one off game. Like, PSG are no slouches. Like, they have serious ballers. And, like, mm. one game, go for it. I think PSG could win as well. That's just so I, I think it's a lot closer than people think. Yeah. Uh, I went and looked at the odds of it because I was uh, I was interested to think who, who the bookies think are going to win it. The book you're saying it's one to two for uh, Bourne to actually lift the cup. So by penalties, extra time, whatever way about it. So they are considerable favourites in what I almost look at as a 50-50 game at this stage. Yeah, because it, I, th- I think you t- will probably think this as well. It's because Bourne were unbelievable against Barca. And then yeah. they weren't as good in the next game, whereas PSG are, are, are like uh, on the incline. Yeah, I think obviously it's very hard for Bayern to match that performance. But again, they missed such sitters against Lyon yeah. that they could have scored five or six. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing about Bayern Munich. They'll have five or six or seven or eight super good chances to put the ball in the back of the net. And that's where I just favour them that little bit more. Because I think someone like Thomas Muller loves the big occasion and will step up. PSG have never had the big occasion. Like I don't think the French Cup final is a big occasion in relation to the Champions League. You wouldn't go, he won the FA Cup to be like, he's fifth for the Champions League final. It's not the same. I know, but they do have some serious ballers, PSG. Like, uh, like Verratti well, again, the last Mbappe won the World Cup as well. You know what I mean? So like, he's been there and done that. And they have a few, a few players who have uh, you know, reached elite status at other clubs. Yeah, and if if Neymar wins this this Champions League final, that almost like uh, writes off all the money that PSG spent on him because they bought him to buy uh, to win or buy one Champions League at least, and uh, they'll get what they all set out to achieve if they get this win the weekend. It's crazy. Do you think? I actually think it's close enough that they're almost even on Champions League winners as players in their squad. Because for Munich, I think they only have Neuer, Alaba, Muller. I'm trying to think who else they have. Like, I don't think they have much else past that. It's like Lambs. Oh, and Boateng. I think those four have definitely won it. And then on PSG, you have Di Maria. Uh, you have Neymar. I don't know if anyone else has won it there. But like, that's, like, it's not like one team has won the Champions League last oh, year. You know what I mean? Navas. Oh, Navas won it as well. So, like, there's a third fellow who's won it. It's not exactly... He might be out, by the way. He was out of the semi-final, so... Oh, yeah? Well, like, it's, it's yeah. what, three against four. So, like, 
Now, obviously, yeah. the Bayern players won it at Bayern, which is probably a, a lot better as a team. But it's not like the PSG players haven't played to this level. Yeah, well, both where I'm getting at. That's the thing. It's very, very close if you think about it, because both are serial winners of their own leagues, so they know mm. how to get the job done. Whereas, like, if it had been Leon, they don't know how to do it. If it had been Salzburg, they don't know how to do it. And then, like, I know some of the German players have won the World Cup, but uh, Mbappe has won the World Cup as well. And if he wins the Champions League in the weekend as well, he'll have won the Champions League and the league. I'm oh, sorry, the Champions League and the World and Cup. The World Cup before he's 22. Yeah, how is he only 21? Like, I don't know. You know what it is? Because he's been on the scene for the last four years, like wrecking the gaff. Um, yeah. it, it, it's mad to see. He is, without a doubt, the best young talent in the world. I know some people want to say, like, Haaland is very, very good. He is. He's brilliant. But what Mbappe's done for the last four years, I've never seen anyone do. Mbappe seems like he's almost mastered his craft. I know, obviously, he can score more goals, this, that, and the other, but... Like, what he's doing now is just, he, he seems like he's way older. Absolutely. But uh, on the other side of things, you know what I mean? The, the Bayern Munich lads who are sort of scoring the goals on their end, Navri and Lewandowski, they might be that bit older. But they're equally pro- as proficient as the PSG front, front three. Now, yeah. Lewandowski is tied with Ronaldo's third best ever Champions League return. It's hard to say. They, I saw like a, a podium picture and it was like Ronaldo in first place with 18 goals in one Champions League season. Ronaldo in second place with 17 goals in one Champions League uh, season. And then it was Ronaldo and Lewandowski sharing the podium in third with uh, 15 goals. So it just goes to show how much like Ronaldo's owned the Champions League for so long. But uh, Lewandowski is putting in a season like I haven't seen before. Yeah. Also, Bayern Munich are the first team to have reached the Champions League final, having won all their Champions League games as well. Now, bearing in mind, there wasn't return legs in certain rounds, but they've still won them all. Yeah, it's, it's actually a mad one, really. It's, it's going to be a real sort of battle of, you know, goals, really. That's the way I see it. It's not about who has the best defence yeah. here. It's about who's going to put the ball in the back of the net more. I could definitely see this being a, a 4-3 score. You see, if you're comparing defences, right, we may as well, okay, we'll start off with the goals, right, because obviously PSG are going to be playing this, this was a uh, second-choice goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's his name? Give me a sec, I'm just tabbing down here. Uh, Rico, right? So we're obviously going to say... Ah, Rico. <laughs> Sergio Rico from Sevilla, Spain, right? Shout out Rico, right? Um, him versus Noir, who's the better goalkeeper? Oh, definitely Noir. Also okay. experience as well. Yeah, exactly. So we move into defense, right? If you're looking at the center backs, Kimpembe and Thiago, Thiago Silva, Silva are way bigger dogs than um, Alba. And now Shula, you're saying? It's either Shula or Boateng. I don't know whether Boateng's going to be fair or not. Yeah. Well, in terms of Thiago Silva's like, positioning is one of the best in the world. And Kimpembe is like very young. Well, well, he's 23 or 24, but like he's very much with it. If you know what I mean, I, I would rate them as a better centre half parent than the yeah. German ones, especially to deal with Lewandowski as opposed to the German ones trying to deal with the PSG front three. Yeah, so I'm almost going to give the defence to PSG. Well, the centre backs. Centre backs. Mm. Uh, Thiago Silva supposedly going to Chelsea as well on the free transfer. But, uh, and he, he's actually he's a dog the way Sergio Ramos is as well. So he could put yeah, it off. Yeah. He could put Lewandowski off his game, and then 
that connection mightn't really get Gnabry into the game. But you always have Muller who arrives late and he's very hard to mark. But then, if, as you were saying earlier, Marquinhos playing centre defence midfield, his job will probably be to stick to Muller. Um, yeah. What are you sort of expecting here? Because that's all, I think that's where gonna, that's going to win or lose the game uh, for PSG. Yeah, I think if you can notify Muller, Muller is a bit of a, a linchpin in that team and he connects, connects a lot of the dots and sometimes he connects his own dots for him with his link-up play. His link-up play is one of the main things Bayern Munich have and I think that's a massive threat. The only other thing is I think Bayern are quite versatile and they can, instead of you know, going through the middle and having to deal with Marquinhos, they can go out wide because in terms of width, they're absolutely brilliant. They have, what, Nabry and Alfonso Davies coming up one wing and on the other wing, they have Kingsley Coleman or Perisic and then they have Kimmich. You know what I mean? Like they have brilliant wingers on either side. I know. For some reason, I don't think Perisic is going to be the game changer in this game. No, his delivery is so good, though. I know, yeah. It's, but then again, it's you're delivering into Thiago Silva, who's, you know, in terms of positional, he, he's one of the best defenders in the world. And also, if you're to sort of pick someone to defend against Lewandowski, Thiago Silva is a brilliant person to yeah. pick against him. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, to, be, to be honest, like Bernat, he scored there over the weekend, uh, last, mm. during the week. Yeah. Uh, he'll be coming up against Nabry. And then Perisic will be coming up against Kerrer. Uh, he's 23. Is he an American fella? American uh, German? I'm not too sure here. It just says uh, he was born in uh, Tübingen, Germany. But, um, I, I, think, I think he played for Schalke for a while. Right, well then, well, if you have a right back... Who's German? Well, that, well, like, <laughs> that's actually true, yeah. He had German right back playing for BSG. So then, um, if you go look in the field, right, Vradi came on and he's like, he's there, he's Bayern Munich's Thiago. He's the... The linker. Like, yeah, the nullifier. They both nullify each other, right? So... It, it, it's, hard, it's hard to sort of judge it. I think, in terms of midfield, like, I was very high on Goretzka, but then when Leon were going through at one stage, and he was like running across. He made like such a. It was almost like a fairyish tackle, and you know he didn't stop Mbappe, and then Mbappe had a terrible shot. And I was like, if that was Mbappe, he'd be gone. Or, or you know, I mean, it wasn't the tackle I was looking for. I was looking for a bit of a, a cruncher, and he just didn't do it for me. Uh, he seems to be the engine in the midfield, and it seems to be himself, Thiago, and then sort of Muller in front. Um, as opposed to PSG, I think. It depends on what way they go. You know what I mean? PSG could put legs for days in there. They could yeah. line up with Marquinhos, uh, dress a guy, um, Herrera or Verratti, and like just absolutely run all day. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see who PSG actually go with in the midfield. They also have uh, Paredes, the Argentinian as well. Uh, I actually don't know as much about him, but I would say technically the Bayern Munich midfield is better. But... The PSG midfield almost just needs to act like the Liverpool midfield. They don't have to actually be better, but if they're a bit more dogged and get the ball to that front three, that's probably all they need to do. Yeah, I think that it, I could totally see the Liverpool comparison where you're coming from there, but I could also see a bit of like a Mourinho sort of tactics with because you see the thing is I don't think I don't think they're going to start Vardy and Herrera because I think Marquinhos is going to do the clean up work to 
sort of nullify uh, Muller. But I think th- I think it'll be like right, you three lads, just stay tight as you can and give it to the front three. So I can see that Liverpool comparison. That was actually good one, good man. Then if you're looking at the four three, it's obviously Mbappe, Neymar, and Di Maria are coming up against. It's probably going to be Nabry, Lewandowski, and either Perisic or Coleman. I would imagine. Yeah, but okay. So Di Maria, yeah, but if you're looking at the back, comparing it to the back line of Bayern. It'll be Alfonso Davis who likes to get forward, whereas Di Maria does not track back. Then Neymar <laughs> will, be, will be up, causing trouble, jumping around the kip. Again. Although Kimmich can play centre half as well, so I feel like Kimmich will be able to hold his own against uh, against that. To be honest, there are, there, there, see, you know what? They're lacking heights now, taking out Boateng out of there and putting Kimmich in centre back. Oh, you know what? It's actually hard to like, yeah, George really, to be honest. And then Mbappe, um, and then Mbappe likes to go up. He's going to keep, try and keep the, their defense back as well. A true ball from Verratti to Mbappe seems like a good show. Or Di Maria. On the, let's get into it then, Ross. Right, because this is where you love to clip it up. Right. If it was for me, and I had to predict right now, I'd say maybe three-two to Bayern Munich. The one thing that I think think that really does play into Bourne's favour is the strength of their bench. Uh, whether they start Boateng or Sula, they'll have the other to bring on. Kingsley Coman can come on for Perisic. Coutinho can come into the game. And then defensively, they also have Pavard. I think their subs are much better than what PSG have, have to bring off the bench in terms of actual game changers. I feel like Icardi's their only sub they can bring on to score a goal. I don't think uh, Ntupa Moateng is going to be the fella to come on and win the Champions League for PSG so I'm going to say 3-2 Bayern Munich I hope there is goals in this game and I hope we get the final that we deserve only because and now this is going to be a random shower right? remember the Patriots went unbeaten all season then got to the final and lost in the Super Bowl yeah for that reason I'm going to go with PSG to win 2-1 2-1 so you're thinking it's a bit lower scoring then I'd do you know what, because you took the 3-2 and I was like, do you know what, that, that seems like a proper shout just because we we're both saying how high the lines are and how many balls are going to go in behind, it's, I think it's going to be a bit of chaos. If you're looking at the Champions League final, then people might be a bit nervous, blah, blah, blah. I think 2-1. PSG, I'm going to go for it. But I, I could also see them being 4-3 to Bayern as well, but I could see them being like 4-2 up and then PSG scoring late goal and then people be like, can they get the fourth? And then they don't. Yeah, well, it's because you picked Bayern as well. I was like, you know what? You pick Bayern, I just go, I pick PSG, I just go, I may as well just yeah. stick with it. I mean, who's the loser? Nobody. People who are checking out the show just uh, get a bit of crack from both sides. So, I know that, but the loser boys, uh, the next, the next monster. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Barry, we can't uh, not mention the Europa League final. That yeah. is on tonight. That is Inter Milan versus Sevilla. Uh, Inter Milan obviously extraordinarily dominant over Shakhtar. Couldn't believe they won 5-0. But like we said, in the one-leg fixture, once you sort of go 2 it up, the other team has to go for it. Uh, you, you feel the wrath of the consequence. Sevilla on the other side went 1-0 down to Manchester United and came back 1-2-1. Um, to be honest, I wasn't overly impressed with Sevilla. I was quite impressed with Inter Milan. I expect Inter Milan to get the job done here. I think they just have that bit more firepower. Um, Martinez and Lukaku up front look like that's a formidable partnership, especially for Europa League standards. And they're my pick to get the job done. 
Yeah, well, funny enough, Ross, we did cover the United Sevilla game because that was on last Sunday. So, but you actually thought that Donetsk, because they're a serial Europa League team, that they win. And I said, mm. I said Lukaku, when it was a big fat hole, would bounce people around the place. And that's <laughs> what happened. And actually, there was a video that came out after, and he was giving United a big shout out, like saying, wishing all the lads the best luck and everything, saying that they're very talented. But uh, you picked into Milan to win that one today. Yeah. I'm just going to go for Sevilla because uh, I'm not, I don't like Sanchez and to see him lifting a trophy will break my heart. But, uh, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm obviously going again against uh, your team because uh, I think Lukaku's going to basically bounce Sevilla out of the stadium with his arse and bury a few. Well, in fairness, no one's better at win the Europa League than Sevilla. Yeah. So there we go. Ross, Cool. That this is the the last show of the uh, European Cup, the European Green Cups, Cups. 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 Um, so, uh, guys, yeah. I really hope you enjoyed doing it. I actually love making this series of videos. Uh, after this one, the next one we probably bring you will be uh, Europa League, or sorry, be a Premier League. I have a few pre- days. I have a few days. preview. I think. I think. I think the first game sort of kicks off around the twelfth of September. If I'm not correct, Barry, yeah. Barry will have the, he's the date man. He knows when the dates are on. Serial dater. Uh, funny enough, the Charity Shields back on Saturday, the 29th of August, are still playing Liverpool half four. Then the Premier League returns on the 12th of September. Uh, United and Man City will play their first game on the 19th, which is a week later. And then the Super Cup final is on the 24th. And I'm predicting Sevilla will be playing. PSG and that, and you're saying Bayern Munich will be playing Inter Milan and that. And oh, you know I'm so much, I'm so much more right than you are, Raph, when you say those out loud. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I know what's going to be funny. We'll probably both get one right, one wrong. Yeah. Very, very energized. Very energized. Uh, yeah, we will be back doing more football shows as well. We have bigger, bigger things to come. You know, I mean, uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in every week, every show. Uh, we really love doing this, and like, hopefully, we're making this COVID situation better for everyone because. Um, yeah, and if you do love football content, it won't be long before we're back. And who knows if some big news hits or if some big transfers come in, we might be back and just let you know what our thoughts are on them. Yeah, international football come back soon as well. And shout out to Harry Maguire for getting arrested. <laughs> yeah. So, shout guys, if, you, if you're also thinking it's funny that Harry Maguire got arrested, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as always, stay energized. Say it. Stay energized. Stay energized.